Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Elijah Streams. Today is Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz on this Thursday. We have a great show planned for you. Today's guest is Nathan French, and he's going to be opening up with prayer and sharing many, many things um, that are really going to bless you today. But before we bring him on, we have one quick announcement. A brand new episode of American Warriors will be premiering today at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. You guys can follow American Warriors on Rumble or on YouTube. Must be nice to still be on YouTube, American Warriors. (laughs) So make sure you follow American Warriors there. Today's episode um, is featuring Jason Galosh, and he was trained with his SWAT team when they heard the news of a terrorist attack and immediately received orders to secure the Pentagon. After one look, in his words, we knew nothing would ever be the same again. The next 17 years would see him often in danger, witnessing trauma after trauma, traveling all over the globe. Germany, Iraq, Romania, Ukraine, and Kuwait. This is the amazing story, the profound effects which continue to this day. So basically, if you think about it, this is exposure therapy. You go over the trauma, you just keep going over it and going over it and going over it. He would have me just start from beginning to end, more details. He would be like, all right, stop. What are you feeling right now? Close your eyes. What are you feeling right now? I'm feeling the heat on my face. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that. I joined the Army um, in 1997. Peace. Uh, A lot of people you talk to nowadays, they didn't join during peace time. They joined after 9-11. So I'd actually had four years of peace. I left the Army at 21 years. I retired at 21 years. That's four years of, uh, of peace and 17 of not peace. Wow, you guys make sure you pray for these men who've been through so much for our country. Thank you, Jason, for your service and all that you laid down for us for our freedoms we get to experience today. Make sure, again, you guys go over and check that out right after this show is over at American Warriors on Rumble or on YouTube. And thanks so much for following and subscribing and liking and all the things. We just, we love you guys so much for building up all the other channels that Steve and his brother Warren works so hard here at Elijah Stream. So let's bring on Nathan French, because Nathan, it's such a pleasure always to have you. I always look forward when I see you on the schedule. I'm like, yay, I get to be with Nathan. (laughs) I feel the same about you. I love Steve. I miss Steve. We'll have to do another show together soon. But man, I love when you're on here because you just naturally are just a great fit for the show and you're anointed yourself. And it's fun to listen to people who have the anointing uh, speak because the anointing is transferable. So it's the peace you carry that you can't help but release even as you're interviewing and saying nothing. It's still being released because of what you carry. So anyway, I honor it. I bless it in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Well, you know, you're already praying, which is, which is, you know, you're in the mood of prayer because we're going to be opening up really with prayer for the nation, which is so vital right Good. now. So um, why I'm just going to kind of kick it over to you to, um, for prayer and just open and we'll see and flow with the Holy Spirit, see what he wants to do. Amen. Well, praise God. Well, Lord, we just always love to come before you. And uh, you said to enter and come to the to the uh, throne boldly. So we want to enter boldly, knowing that we're sons and daughters of the Most High God, that we're accepted in the Beloved. Uh, Lord, we just enter inside the veil through the blood of Jesus. We say we can come in together corporately and that the things we pray, that the things that we say actually shift and um, cause outcomes to occur. Uh, from our faith in you. And so, Lord, we're just asking right now that you would heal our nation. Our land needs to be healed like never before. And I love that you are the healer who heals and the savior who saves. So we're asking God, save this nation, pour out your spirit like you said you do. In these end times that sons and daughters have prophesied, old men dream dreams, young men uh, seeing visions, open and unlock, the, the remove the veils, uh, the blinders uh, off of your people. God, help us to be able to connect with you more and more. We want to actively pursue you. And so I'm asking that there'd be just a wave of hunger that would come upon all those who watch this show and all the other shows. Lord, we just pray these shows that are born of your spirit, these shows that are uh, operating from obedience to your beckoning. We just pray, God, that you would honor them, protect them, uh, reward them. If you have to start giving people satellites, God, to not get squeezed or blocked. And we just, we bless the broadcast. We pray for angels to go forth right now into every person's home and start filling up the homes of those who are about to be healed, about to be delivered, uh, about to move in a deep revelation of who you are and how you're releasing your spirit of awakening into the land. And we just receive your plan, that your plan is to make all things new and to destroy the works of the devil. So do it today, even as we uh, talk about the things you're saying and, and the things you're doing and the things you're about to do. Uh, God, we're just so honored and so blessed. And maybe there's people watching right now. You want more Holy Ghost. You just say like you, you can be being filled, just continually fill up on. You can always say uh, anytime you feel weak or tired, you can say, Jesus, I'm asking that you would to fill me up, fill me up to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. You can just say that now, fill me up to overflowing with your Holy Spirit and baptize me in your passion and fire and by your Holy Spirit. And what happens is the fire of God touches you and you get contagious and you can't keep quite a contagious Christian. Yes. And, you know, when you get into prayer and you're going to pray for heavy things like what's going on with the nation, yeah. if you don't have joy <laughs> as you enter in to pray, it's going to be hard to push through um prayer i mean even you know about the nation is, is there anything that you're sensing even when you've gone into prayer about or anything you're the lord has shown you about you know what's what's yeah. about to happen in these next couple <laughs> days well first of all i'm super excited because i know not only does god have a, ma a massive plan uh to rest restore everything that's been interrupted everything that's been lost everything that's been delayed sometimes it seems hopeless like oh it's too far gone now and the lord's like it's not too far gone i'm gonna be able to fix this and he's gonna be working with many of us uh you that are watching god can use you powerfully there's no junior holy spirit he can use your kids 
kids and you pray and you believe and you declare and decree and speak what you're believing according to what God has said and watch how God will begin to shift and change things. I mean, I've seen ordinary people God has raised up even in this hour. He's raising up a remnant of warriors that will say yes to the great commission and to the call of God and go boldly to the throne to get their instructions. And then they go out like troops, like a, a heavenly army to participate even with angels because angels come to assist the saints of God, especially during this end time harvest. And God cares about what's happening in America. He's going to restore a whole lot of broken things. And I'm super stoked about that. And of course, you guys, some of you have ridiculed the voice of the prophets and, and kind of been like, oh, I don't know. You know, they got it wrong about Trump. Listen, he, Trump was chosen. Uh, he is not the savior, but God chose him to come into uh, the presidency and to go two terms. So you're going to see him return. And when he comes back, it's going to be unquestionable that he's carrying a much greater level of authority, a much greater level of, of anointing. He's going to be assigning some new advisors around his team because he'll find wisdom in the multitude of counsel, those who God has assigned to speak into certain matters categorically. And you'll see a team put around him. That's unusual. Uh, I even see like a dream team uh, for the president's team. And so I feel like God's saying your prayers have not just been heard, but he's answering is about to put it on open display who he chose and who the enemy tried to insert. Because if the enemy tries to put somebody in office in this hour of awakening, they will be plucked out like little plants in clay pots. And God told me he's going to pluck out whatever he didn't plant and he's going to put in who he chose since the the beginning based on the posture of the heart and willingness to respond to him as the one who makes all things new. And he's going to make our nation new. He's going to heal our land. And some of you don't realize how he's going to use you in this plan. I believe it. Amen. So there is an end time army because you're seeing, you're saying, I've seen this, I've seen this. So when someone, if you listen to someone prophesy and they say, I've seen this or I've heard this, yes. you've seen kind of an end time Army oh, yeah. Up. Yeah. Um, Ezekiel 37 is is interesting because it talks about the power of the prophetic and how, you know, can these, you know, the other night we were watching a, a show in Seattle. Uh, uh, Furtick came, you know, with his team uh, from Elevation. It was really good. And anyway, he's singing at the end. They say this song. I love that song. It's like, you know, dead man rise again. You know, mm -hmm. this is the sound of dry bones rattling. Well, anyway, the, the whole song is about really Ezekiel 37, can these bones live? Well, yes, they can, but you have to do something. You need to prophesy over these bones. So here the Lord orders Ezekiel to prophesy, to foretell, to foretell. And, and he begins to prophesy. It says, then all of a sudden, there's a sound, there's a coming together, and the sinews were formed. As he continues to prophesy, things are taking shape in the natural from the spiritual. And it was a perfect picture of how God made us to speak those things that are not as though they are, and to begin to declare the word of the Lord that these these bones, yes, can live. I mean, I've seen people uh, that, that were they were going to die, or or they were already dying, and it was only just a matter of a few days. And then all of a sudden, just the word of the Lord comes and the life shoots out of the faith from the word of the Lord that when it's received or partnered with, and there's agreement because God is all about agreement. That's why the enemy tries to get us to agree with the lie. And the Lord always wants us to agree with his truth so 
that the, the truth can actually bring the release and when we receive it and walk in that. And so anyway, I feel like, yeah, not only is there a mighty army raising up out of even some people who thought they were spiritually dead that couldn't be used of God and the God's like, no, I'm healing you now. And I'm giving you a heart to go after, a brave heart to go after the cause of my kingdom with boldness, right? No timidity, because God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. Fear is like timidity, being timid. We're meant to be bold as lions. And so he wants to raise up this remnant army, uh, really just made up of ordinary people who love God with all their heart, who walk in abandoned, who say, you know, I'm God, God, I just do whatever you say. I'm going to, I'm going to just say yes to you. I don't even know what you're going to ask. And I'm going to say yes. And then he says, okay, now you go here, you go here, here, you sit down for a little bit. You need rest. Okay. You come to me, you who are burdened, weary and heavy laden. Okay. Now you, I'm empowering you with this grace, this anointing. You're going to go be a mouthpiece and you're going to speak what I tell you to say. I'm going to give you the word of the Lord and you're going to shape the outcome with your word uh, that comes from my spirit and the faith that is in you that I put in you by my voice. And it's protecting us when we hear God. And so anyway, I just really have a lot of faith for amazing things. I feel like this this country is going to become, uh, you know, not not the, um, yeah, I, I feel like this country is going to become an example to what God can do. And I love America. I love that I'm here. It is the the land of the free and the home of the brave. Yes, it's been, there's been attempts to hijack it, but it's not over at all. And God's going to take all things and cause them to work together for good. Some people are sitting in a place of disappointment and discouragement and, and fear and anxiety. And I feel like God's saying, just give that stuff to me and walk in the empowerment of the peace of my rest so that I can have joy uh, released upon you. And it's the joy of the Lord that causes strength so that we can actually boldly come to him, receive our assignment, and then go and carry out our purpose with him. And we're going to see some amazing healings and miracles and uh, just the Lord really break out in a powerful way, right? Absolutely. Well, this this is is part Oh, yeah, this is part of the plan is remember when the Lord said, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. He's saying, I'm going to pour out my spirit when he pours out his spirit on you. Even right now, I feel the spirit pouring out when the spirit of the Lord is pouring out on you. Like right now, you actually are receiving healing. Some people don't realize that the healing is already here because the healer's here. And so when the healer's here, he heals. And I love this about God. Like he heals, he saves, he delivers, he makes all things new. He's the blessor, the giver of blessing. And he just wants to use everyone. And so sometimes you got to heal people so that they can be uh, sent out to to fulfill their, their purpose, their destiny. And hearing God is so important. So that's the reason I love to teach on hearing God and write books on hearing God. Everybody should hear God. And if you don't hear God, learn to hear God more and more each day because you can do it. It's a process. It's a sanctification is a process. Life with God is a journey. So don't pressure yourselves, but instead stay in a position of strength from resting in God, knowing that he's got it all figured out and it's not all up to you. Some people are like, it's all up to me and I got to do it. And the enemy's got a whip at the back in a sense. He's like, whip, 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 get going, get going. If, it, if you don't do it, it won't get done. And the truth is, is God's like, no, I'm going to do it. And I just want you to trust me. And I'm every once in a while, I'm going to give you an instruction. And as you just follow the simple instruction, you'll be able to stay in the peace and the power of the present moment, which is my gift to you. And you can actually learn to abide in the shelter, the shadow of the almighty, and actually just know that he wants to do something awesome at every single moment of every single day. He's 
he's we're able to adjust things to be right in the safety of the center of the will of God. And that's where the breakthrough lives. How did you get started in, in ministry, Nathan? Because I think a lot of people look at someone like you and say, oh, well, that's easy. It's easy because you've been doing this for so long. You can hear God's voice so clearly. I mean, God gives you like driving directions, Nathan, to go to someone's <laughs> house. So how did you start hearing God's voice? Can you, you know, how'd you start in ministry? How'd you start in hearing God's voice? Well, I saw other people that were moving in stuff that I wasn't moving in and it inspired me that it was available because if I can see it happening or manifesting in another person's life, then I know it's attainable. I know it's attainable. If God's no respecter of persons and he's, he's going to do through another what he did through one. And if you watch somebody that you admire, or you watch their life and they're living victory and they just seem to be, seem to be overcoming and they think right and they're on fire for God and there's fruit coming from their life. And that inspires you instead of being, you know, comparing yourself with that person and feeling like you're not enough. Uh, you know, don't get into comparison, but get into celebrating that God has just shown you that it's available from him and that he's no respecter of person. What he does in me, what he does in you, he can do it in another. And not only does he want to, but he will, as long as you learn to honor and celebrate what you see operating that is good from another person. And you see that yes. that's God. And you're like, oh my gosh, if God did it for him or her, he can do it for me. He can do it for my family. And not only does he want to, but he will if I don't lose heart. And if I press into God, I think hunger is one of the keys to revival. Repentance is one of the keys to revival. Like I was living for me. I was doing it my way. And for me, gosh, I had to go through an attempted suicide as a burnout preacher's son and I remember being in Florida and I thought, you know, I'm going to end my life. And then God stepped in literally at my last breath. I was hooked up to the exhaust pipe of my van with a black garbage bag over my head, breathing carbon monoxide. My mind was blown. And some men and women in the church, they laid hands on me and they said, in the name of Jesus, every brain cell that the devil stole through uh, drugs and alcohol and all the things that you were that I was doing wrong. And I was sexing. I was doing all the stuff and I was trying to fill the God void. And I didn't realize it was impossible to fill the God void with something other than God. And then I just thought, well, I tried the church. There was no power. I didn't learn to hear God and, and have him be my friend. I, I learned read scripture only, but I didn't know the voice of God. And I wasn't trained by people who knew the voice of God because they weren't hearing the voice of God because they were being led by themselves, their own intellect. And I realized my call was to help people to discover, to hear the voice of God for themselves, but actually to build it in a desire to want to, to serve and please him and to want to be led by him. Because it's not enough to just read the scripture we have to connect with the friend that sticks close to the brother and then intimately and personally he begins to guide us as we get into motion moving with him and then he starts to reward our action which faith without works is dead so we need faith that works that just means hear god faith is imparted faith shields and protects us when we're protected we'll actually be able to step out and not get attacked so we have to have faith in us, established, feeding our spirit, feeding our faith muscle. So we're protected enough by the words that come from God as faith comes by the word. And Jesus is the word. So the word Jesus speaks to us 
by the Holy Spirit in us who've received the Holy Spirit. And now it's our spirit responding to his spirit in this place of oneness, which is unity. He commands the blessing. He anoints, he appoints, he empowers, and then he releases us to go change the world around us. And he, and he, he watches to see who's faithful with that which is little so that he can trust them with that which is much. He'll put you in charge of many things, but you have to pass the test. And when he tests you, not tempts you, he's giving you an opportunity, an invitation to graduate and to go to a whole nother level, a whole nother capacity so that you're with him, the head, and not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And what are you going to do with your talents that the Lord's given to you? You know, are you going to bury them? Are you going to go and trade with them? And I, I feel like even many people listening now, it's like as soon as you started to share, I was a pastor's kid. And I was, I wanted to end my life. You know, I feel like there's people even listening that are struggling a lot with depression and even they've had suicidal thoughts um, and tendencies and they don't really share that. It's an inward battle that they've been struggling with. So would you pray for those people just real quick before we move on that may be struggling with um, suicidal thoughts or anxiety, depression, hopelessness? Yeah, we just... We break off every assignment of the enemy that's trying to discourage or depress or get people to look in the wrong direction. Um, Lord, you said to think on the things that are pure and holy and lovely and and of good report. Um, And then the result of that is the peace of God that that surpasses all understanding will then guard our hearts and our minds in you. So I'm asking God that you would give each person who hears this broadcast. I pray for a supernatural uh, release, likes, shares, whatever needs to happen for people to um, follow, subscribe, any any of these things that that they would be able to uh, spread this word out there, that they'd be able to send this word out there, uh, Lord, that no one would perish from lack of knowing you. But instead, that every person would rec- recognize that you not just called them, uh, but you've chosen them so they don't have to apply. They just need to respond. And I'm just asking God that your spirit would pour out. And I bind the, the spirit of fear and anxiety and depression and suicide. And I rebuke it and say, go, get out of the people, loose them and go. Some of you are coughing right now. I just see in the spirit, you're getting deliverance. Jesus heals, he delivers, he saves, he makes all things new and sometimes you got to kick some spirits out of the people before they can receive the fullness of the holy spirit so clean you up and he'll light you up and then he'll return you loose and so i just feel like some of you are getting free Uh, rejection is a lie you're accepted in the beloved i bind rebuke and command to go loose the people the spirit called rejection get out um anxiety that comes lord you said be anxious for nothing but in all things through prayer supplication make your request known cast your cares on him he cares for you and i just feel like god's saying give me the anxiety and i'll take it Mm -hmm. he won't take what you're not willing to give him and so you have to be able to learn to give it to god by saying god i give you that stress. I give you that fear. I give you that, uh, uh, you know, I release that father to you and I ask you to take it from me. I'm not going to be stressed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. If I need it, I'll have it. So I trust you. Uh, You know, there's things that you can say in agreement with the scripture that cause the enemy to tremble and then flee because you're more than a conqueror. Amen. And don't, don't be depressed. You're too blessed to be stressed 
uh, uh, depressed, uh, he, or he wants you to be decompressed. And the way you get decompressed, Lord, I give you the cares. I give you the weights right now. You can say that. I give you the burdens. Lord, I just release them over to you. Lift them from me. And then he does. He's so faithful. He'll just lift it from you. He'll lift off the weight, uh, the yoke of burdens of the unfinished business, the unfinished things you haven't got to yet, uh, sometimes can weigh you down. You just say, God, I give that to you. I'm not going to stress about that. I'm going to stay in the presence. I'm going to stay in the empowerment of this place of rest. And then I'm going to labor from rest and not to hopefully on the weekend get some. I'm going to rest now by trusting you. And from that peace, I'm going to have power and I'm going to be able to do what you call me to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. I feel, I feel the Holy Spirit so strong. I know you guys comment, you know, what you're feeling uh, right now. Cause I know there's feelers watching and they feel the Holy Spirit so strong. So, you know, Nathan, in your notes, you talk about um, finding a balance in a changing world. Yes. So how do we find our balance? Cause the world sure is changing. Okay. Are you ready? This is a big key right now. This is it. I mean, I think we make it so complicated and I know people write books and they write like all this stuff about how you can find your balance and all this. And here's the truth about balance. Balance is really when you come to the Lord and you seek him. The Bible says when you seek me, well, he said, when you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. So you have to be able to do a little self-evaluation, not con condemnation, but judgment to evaluate is restorative in nature. You, you test yourself by saying, what motivates me? What moves my heart? What, what is it that you know I desire more than anything else? And when you honestly can, can uh, address those things in private with the Lord, he'll start adjusting your thinking and even adjusting your heart, your posture, because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So if you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, then everything else is added. But if you seek the things that, of the world, you know, the stuff, If you, he'll give you the stuff. But if you seek the stuff, you make the stuff an idol. And that's where people are getting off track and out of balance. Mm -hmm. And now they're just shifting and making decisions based on uh, their own personal thing. And God's like not even in that. And so, but when you're seeking the Lord, seek first the kingdom, the king is Jesus, King Jesus, and his domain, his place of dominion, and he's calling us up. He's like, come up here. I want to show you things to come. So you can actually pursue God and come into balance. Have you ever had a, a tire out of balance in your car and you're, you're in the car with somebody and you realize the thing's just shaking and it's uncomfortable and a little nerve wracking, you know, for the passengers to be in a car that's got a one tire out of balance, one person out of alignment. One person out of balance can actually cause everyone else to feel uncomfortable, uh, to get stressed out, uh, to feel a sense of insecurity. But when God comes, he brings us into balance and every single joint can supply in the body of Christ. We can actually start to energize each other, build each other up. You know, as we're pursuing God, everything's coming into alignment. And I feel like that's the key to real balance is when each person seeks the Lord uh, from a position of hunger you have to be almost repentant to seek God. 
repentance is to change mind, change direction. So I was doing my own thing. I was living for the world. I was living for myself. I was miserable. I tried to die and then God saved me. And now I know that he saved me. So I love him back because he loved me and that he saved me. So now I'm coming to him. But even then I still am prone to wander and I want to drift. And so I try, I try to drift away and then he reels me back in and his goodness. He's like, no, 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 <laughs> you know, no, no. I know you're prone to wander. And, you know, like the song goes prone to wander. Lord, I feel it prone to leave the God I love. Come thou found of many blessings. You know, remember that song? It's like you come back and you're like, oh yeah, it's totally not about that. It's about this and it's about who he is. An active pursuit uh, from a place of intimacy where no one's looking, you're just with him and you're for him because he's for you and you want to pursue him because he's pursuing you. And you just come into this place where you connect so intimately, so personally, so powerfully. And then what he does to you or in you, he begins to do through you. But he can't get through you what you won't let him get to you. And so let him get to you. Give him your whole heart. Don't pursue lesser things. Uh, don't pursue careers and jobs over God. Don't pursue money over the provision that comes naturally from God when you're in right relationship. Pursue the king and his domain, his place of a dominion. Go sit with him where you're meant to be and pursue him actively. And what you'll find is everything will come into balance. Yes, because it seems like when you start chasing like, if you really want something, I want this job really bad. And you start, it takes up all your mind and it consumes all your thinking. It's like the job never comes. You never get it. But then it's like other opportunities. Another job may come and it's like, eh, you know, and then you end up getting that one. And it's like, I love how the Lord does that because a lot of times we think, oh, this is best for us. I really, really want this. And the Lord's like, no, that's, that may look really good. But there's, there's a snare in that. You don't want that. And so, so many times, I think when we pursue the Lord, we have questions like, God, why did this not happen for me? Or why did this door not open for me? And it's hard to understand. Like, God, what, how come that didn't happen? But the Lord in his goodness sees that that could be a snare for you. Like the rich young man, you know, go sell everything. Oh, that was his snare. Like he could do everything else, but he couldn't do the first commandment. You know, he's like, Lord, I follow all the commandments, but Jesus didn't say the first <laughs> one. So he had an idol and it's like the Lord has protected us time and time again from ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people who are trying to figure out how to get there quicker than what they're called to arrive. It's like God just wants people to stay in the process and stay in active pursuit. If you will just trust God's timing, you'll never get into striving. If you're getting into striving, my goodness, you'll wear yourself out and then you might not want to do the thing God's called you to do. And so I love to stay in a position of rest. I mean, I was just with some minister friends of mine, um, you know, uh, just last night that we were having a the young revivalists are all coming together at our church. So I'm like, um, I'm fanning the flame of revival with these young guys and trying to teach them the ways of God. Because if they have the Bible, um, that's a really good thing. And if they read the Bible and they apply the scripture, they're going to have success. But yeah. at the end of the day, if they don't hear what God's saying in the moment, like then they're going to miss God and that's not okay. So they're not going to miss God because they are trained to respond to God in the moment. 
And these guys are, um, we decided on a name called the Young Revivalists, and it was their idea. I said, you guys pick a name. I'm just going to fan the flame. We're going to do this together. We've been believing for a move of God for a long time. We had our Awaken the Planet event. I called these two young men out at our stadium event, and I go, you right there, you with the beard, and you the other guy. And they got blasted. They were shaking like bacon. The Holy Ghost came on them, and the Spirit of the Lord uh, uh, brought this word up that was about how they were going to lead young revival, young revivalists would all come together. Well, it's happened. Like they just launched at the church, I don't know, five weeks ago. And our basements filled up with all these young people that are just on fire for God. And uh, Ty, uh, our, you know, one of our, um, you know, young pastors we're raising up is just a fireball. He's got a beard and he's, a, he's just an awesome guy. And then uh, Cameron, this guy is like, he, I mean, I just picked him out and of the crowd, God highlights says, you're going to lead a youth revival. Bible, and it's going to be powerful. I didn't even know he's going to be running with us, but I started prophesying over his life. He's just like, I receive it. Like a month later, he goes, hey, what do I do first? And I realized I was supposed to kind of father these guys. So I'm like, hey, here's what you do first. You start going around town or you call people you love that God highlights and you just invite them to gather and start gathering, go house to house, uh, you know, just start pouring into them the love of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God. Anyways, these guys are doing an incredible work and it's fun to watch and it's going to go. It's just going to like, I feel like God's going after the youth. The next gen is going to start taking the torch from those who've run for years with the, with God and the fathers in the faith. uh, If we can come alongside the next gen and kind of help them into success. And then the word of the Lord for those who are young, like junior high, high school, college age, if you're just starting out in ministry, Yield to the expertise of those who have walked before you and learn as much as you can so you can be successful and sustained in the long run. Because a lot of times we get this orphan spirit. Nobody's going to tell me. And we bounce from thing to thing and always chasing the next big thing. That's not where it's at. Stay planted not first in the heart of God, but then wherever he puts you in a family, a tribe and plant and begin to flourish and grow and bear much fruit until he tells you uh, that it's time to go. Uh, but I feel like God's saying, get ready because America is going to see that, you know, restoration and reconciliation between sons and fathers. And yeah. not, when I say sons, I, I mean, daughters too, because we're all sons and daughters. I mean, we're all sons, spiritual sons. So I feel like God's saying, get ready is the move of God is now. It is now. The awakening is now. The harvest is now. The provision is now. This is a wealth transfer season where people are starting to recognize if I just go after God, he's going to bless everything that I do because he wants to bless you. He wants to give you everything you need for life and godliness. Not only does he want to, he's going to. As long as you stay uh, in the hands of the potter, he will shape you and develop you into becoming what he foreknew and what he predestined for you to be. You know, you talked about for um, the young to, you know, be to have a teachable heart, make sure that you come in a humble mindset and have a teachable heart. And I want to say also to the older generation who's teaching the younger generation, make sure that you share. I've, I've learned so much from ministers who shared their mistakes. Yes. And honest. And that's said, a big deal. It's a it helps. You don't understand how much it helps to share. This is what I've learned walking with God. And I would never do this again. And I would do this. I mean, practical ways of lessons you've learned with God. I mean, those are priceless. 
Absolutely. I totally agree. I love to, um, when I speak in places, I love to share how, how I missed it and what was the result of me missing it, but more importantly, what I learned from missing it. And if you don't, if you don't ever miss it, you either you're lying to yourself or the people you're talking to, or you um, are not actually stepping out and taking risks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So true. I mean, who, who hasn't missed it? I mean, we've all missed it. But the thing is, like, that's how you just learn. That's one way it didn't work. But some people are condemning other people for missing it, not realizing they missed it, too. And the Bible talks about that with removing the beam, the pole, the plank. And so you can see clearly to remove the speck from your brother. So being able to recognize that we're all imperfect and it's okay. We're all in a process and it's okay that we don't have to arrive to enjoy our life, that we get to enjoy the journey and the process and embrace moment by moment. And even learning to live in the moment with God is what it means to abide in the shelter, the shadow, the almighty, the secret place. Um, I was just invited, sister, to um, be a part of the presidential uh, uh, prayer inaugural uh, gathering in uh, D.C. Uh, oh, down by so um, Mar-a-Lago. Um, and my, my friend, I was just out ministering in some state. It was uh, Virginia. And I was preaching in Virginia with a prophetess friend of mine. And we were just having a great time. I mean, God just landed. Everybody was on the floor. I mean, God just blasted us with the Holy Spirit. And we were just so incredibly impacted in Virginia. But anyway, this gal that handles the presidential prayer gathering, uh, Marie Turner, um, she called me uh, this morning. We've been just talking about what God's going to do in Florida. And I'm so excited. I just posted something on my um, Facebook, Nathan French Ministries Facebook. So if you want information about the prayer gathering, there's only like 500 seats. Um, and they asked me to MC it. This is the first time I've been asked to MC it. Um, but I'm super stoked because they invited personally uh, Mr. T. And I think the president, the real president is going to come. And I believe it's going to be absolutely powerful. I know leaders are coming from around the world. Um, There's only like 500 seats for the one day. And then the next day, I think there's only 400 seats. And so it's first come, first serve. Uh, Once the spots are full, it's going to be packed. And uh, if you're interested in that, you can find that on on my Nathan French uh, Ministries Facebook page. And I hope you'll be able to come. It's going to be incredible. And by the way, uh, some of you are going to be called into office, not just office, uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, but you're going to be called to office in because a whole bunch of seats are about to come available in the uh, political world. And the reason is, is because God is removing uh, people or things that hinder his agenda. When God has a plan and he wants to accomplish something on the earth, he looks, the Bible says, searches to and fro, east and west. He looks around. Who do I have that can handle that and that will obey me? And if you're one of those people, my goodness, he'll put you in position where you can actually have a supernatural God assignment where you feel a sense of fulfillment and purpose for your life. And I feel like I'm living that every day. Like every day I wake up, I'm like, what are we going to do? I feel excited. Like I don't pretend to be happy. I'm actually really happy guy. And I don't pretend to have joy. Like I laugh about all kinds of stuff because I'm enjoying him. I'm in joy with him and the joy of him is my strength. Yes. And you, you can see it all over your face. You know, you have the, you have the joy of the Lord so strong. And it's like it, it's an impartation of joy that you carry, too, because 
you know, you get around people and you see the whole atmosphere change. I'm sure all the time where you go, you know, atmospheres change where you go and people start to laugh and enjoy the Lord. Maybe when they were heavy or, you know, stuff gets broken off. People, people don't understand joys like a medicine and it can heal your soul. It can heal your heart. Totally. And that's the thing is I think a lot of people are so focused on their task or the duty or their work schedule or all the things they're supposed to be doing that they forget to be with God in the moment. But the gift is really that he is present with us and we can receive from his presence. And that's what I love about God. I remember when I was there um, in the presence of the president and Melania. And I was there and the helicopter was waiting and he comes over and he fist bumps me. I actually felt the presence of a governmental anointing when he bumped my fist. I felt it was like, remember that? Oh, there was like an old show. I don't know. It was like Wonder Twins activate and they would fist bump each other. And it was like this old cartoon and it was probably, it probably wasn't gone. Right. But it was just funny. Yeah. What? what year was that from? I don't know, man. I was, it was probably in the 80s because, I mean, I was like, I was probably eight, nine years old. But I still remember that like that. But when he fist bumped me, I actually felt the surge of governmental anointing it, because he didn't do that to anyone in the crowd. And so and then somebody noticed when I was at the Trump Tower, they were setting up for the presidential uh, prayer gathering that they do every year there. And I'm just like, okay, they're doing this gathering and, uh, you know, something's going on. Some person comes up to me and said, hey, were you, did, were you the guy got fist, that got fist bumped by, by uh, Trump today? And I go, I go, yeah, how'd you see that? He goes, it's all over the television. And I'm like, how, but how did you recognize me? I was wearing a mask. <laughs> he goes, I could, tell, I could just tell it was you. I thought for sure it was you. And my wife and I were sitting here talking about it. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Well, I felt, I felt a, in a, an anointing, like a transfer. Um, but anyway, there's sometimes God sends you somewhere and you think it's about one thing, but it's actually something God has prepared to accomplish. Um, and it's another thing. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. And who knows where that will lead. I just believe with my whole heart that everyone is called to do great things, but not everyone is willing to say yes to the great things he's prepared. Right. And how do you walk in so much favor, Nathan? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just being (laughs) childlike and being willing to yield. God taught me that the yield is like willingness. Willingness is like an open sail and the sail when it's open, your willing sail, he sends you the wind. The wind is the supernatural empowerment of the spirit to accomplish something for God. And so when you start to yield to God, he sees you can be trusted and he gives you more to handle. And he knows that you can handle it because he builds your faith muscle incrementally as you exercise. So you exercise your faith, work out your faith with fear and trembling just means to have the reverential fear of God that causes you to yield to his divine wisdom so you can be a part of his divine purpose and his plan becomes known to you. And then all you have to do is just follow the spirit. Like I asked God to introduce me to the president. Most people were laughing at me when I said that I think I'm going to meet the president for my birthday. And they were laughing. They're like, really? You really think you're going to meet the president for, on your birthday or just for your birthday? I said, no, on my birthday. And they looked at me like I was ridiculous. 
And here October 27 comes around and he's fist bumping me and I'm prophesying over him right at the White House. I'm just like, I was just saying, you're going to win big. He's like, I hope you're right, you know, because he knew they were going to try to steal it. And they did, mm-hmm. but it didn't work. And now integrity is about to be restored to the whole system in the process, because when he comes back in, that whole team that God set up to run with him and their family is going to bring election integrity back. And it won't be manipulated from outside. It won't be manipulated from inside. There won't be a shifting of ballots or counting dogs and cats. It's going to be legitimate uh, election cycles that will happen once they are brought back in and those systems are established. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, Some people think you're crazy or that you're a a, a terror person if if you think what I just said. Uh, but it's what God showed me. So I, all yeah. I can do is say what I believe God's saying to say and add nothing to what he's saying with the fear of God and then to recognize that his plan is truly made. And if you try to fight God, you get KO'd. And that's what I said uh, about these social platforms that are trying to uh, squeeze the voice of who God wants to speak through, the servants, his prophets, and those prophetic people. Uh, If you try to stop them, you're trying to stop God. And if you try to silence them and God's trying to speak through them, you're actually trying to put a muzzle on God, and that will never go well for anyone. And so if you try to pick a fight with the reigning champion, you get KO'd because the king can't be, he can't lose. He can't lose. He's undefeated. He's way more powerful than the one he made when Mike Tyson was in his prime. Nobody wanted to mess with Tyson because he was a KO king. You know, he'd just be like, I'll take him out. Come on, let him come over here. <laughs> and and here's, here's the Lord. He's like, hey, man, I made you. Do you think I know more than you? I made your brain. Do you think yes. I might know more than you? And people are like, no, we're smart. We're going to put in AI. We're going to put in all these things. And the Lord's right. like, just sitting back there going, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, they actually think that they're smarter than where their wit came from and really they're wayward and they're trying to create some global control plan uh, to, to, to manipulate and, and to oppress and to implement strategies that did not come from the Lord, but came from the devil. And God is going to see it through and he's going to cause his people to rise up and they're going to shine. He gave me a scripture for this. Um, this is the scripture he gave me this morning. Uh, for this show, and I love it. It's out of Isaiah. We know Isaiah is a prophet. Uh, it listed, of course, he's in heaven. But look at this, Isaiah 60. If you read this along, you can read this along or write it down and read it later. But Isaiah 60, so powerful. I love like 1 through 22. I'm not going to read it all, but here's what it is. He says, arise. That means, come on, raise up, get out of your chair and get ready because we're going to do this together. Arise and then shine. Shine is a command, like shine. Why? Because we're reflectors. We reflect the brilliance of his glory. We get before him. He shines on us and then he shines off us. I mean, I was in my office and that guy comes to me and he says, hey, he goes, I saw you walking through the company. And when I saw you, I saw light. And I'm just wondering, what is that? And I said, you saw light when you saw me? He goes, yeah, I saw you. And I just saw light. Like you were, you were bright. You were, you were shining. And I go, really? And he goes, he goes, yeah, I've never seen that before. He goes, what, what is that? I go, oh, that, that's Jesus, brother. He lives in me. And, and he told me I'm supposed to shine before men. And would you like that light in you? And he goes, well, how do I do that? I said, well, you just receive it. I say, here, pray this. Say, Jesus, I make you my Lord. And my savior, thank you. You died on the cross and you split time and you did that because you love me. I confess all sin and I make you my savior. I receive you by faith. So he prays this little prayer. Fill me to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. I confess all sin 
and uh, I forgive myself and all those who've hurt me. So he prays this prayer. All of a sudden, he gets lit up. He's like, oh, my gosh. He goes, I'm feeling something happening to me. Like, I'm, I feel hot, but it's good hot. He's like, I feel, wow. I go, dude, the light is on, man, and you are home. And he's like, you know, I mean, they, people say the light is off and nobody's home. No, yeah. the light is on and he is home with Jesus because now the spirit lives in him. So arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you who are watching. And then look at this. It says, for behold, darkness has covered the earth, thick darkness. The people were seeing it all over the world, but the Lord will arise upon you. Here's the solution to the problem of the darkness because we're meant to shine for him. So he would get before him. He shines in us. We reflect the light of his glory and his beautiful countenance. And then people know that he lives because they've seen us and Christ is in us, the hope of glory. And his glory will be seen upon you. <laughs> I love it. I can see his glory upon you, by the way, Kelsey. Um, <laughs> and the nation shall come to your rising. Lift up your eyes all around. I love this. He's saying, lift up your eyes all around and see. So he's giving us a commandment to, to not just look, but to lift our eyes, to look and then to see. Because if you're looking, you will see. It says they all gather together. They cut. They come to you, uh, and it says your sons shall come from afar. I love that because it's not talking about uh, natural sons. There, it's talking about, and it could be prodigals coming over the hill. But I interpret this as he will give you sons or daughters to raise up. Sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried on the hip. That's the young ones you can train, nurture, and help develop in the Lord. Then you shall see and be radiant. I love that word radiant. Your heart shall <laughs> your heart shall thrill and exult because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. I love that. He said, the wealth of the nations shall then come to you. Oh, that's a good one. So yeah. the wealth of the nations are being transferred right now. Guess who they're being transferred to? The, the, the wicked riches are laid up for who? For the, the Bible says for the righteous. Who are the righteous? Those who have done it all right? Nope. <laughs> Those That's who right. rely on the gift of righteousness that comes from him who gives the gift of righteousness. He's like, you are righteous in my sight. And we're like, but I haven't done a lot right. Nope. He's like, you are righteous in my sight. And as you think it, you will become as a man thinketh, you become, you become like what you think you are. So you have to know what God says about who you are. I'm holy because he says so not because I did something. I'm righteous because I received the gift of righteousness. I'm saved not because I saved myself, but because he gave me the gift of salvation. Now that I'm saved, now that he sees me as pure, now that he sees me as holy, now that he sees me as righteous, I can't wait to go and respond to the one who knows everything and just simply take little action steps along the way because it's the little things we do. It's the little hinges that swing open the big doors. And there's big doors opening for those who are willing to just simply respond to the voice of God. And, and to, you test the spirit to see if it be of God 
But when you know it's God, when it's confirmed in your spirit, when it bears witness with you, you grab hold of it and don't let anything try to rip it from you, but just hold on to what God has said. If he said it, he'll do it. And he's going to use every person who just says, you know what, God, I live for myself. I was miserable. I was depressed. I was lonely. I was in fear and anxiety. and, And I was so sad. But then you stepped in at my last breath. You saved my life. And now I choose as an act of my will to live for you and not for myself to put me, I don't want to be back in the place that I came out of. I want to go forward onto the things present, the things to come and whatever he's preparing for us. It's way better than what we've ever seen because it says exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. And there is an abundance of, of every kind of blessing from heaven that's being poured out right now on all the legitimate sons and daughters who have just said yes to him, who recognize it's not about our religiosity or all the do-dos. It's about what's done and will we respond to the son. Yes. Well, you're, you're really knocking out the religious spirit. You're Mike Tysoning the religious spirit right now, which we all need because religion has been really ingrained in so much of us in our thinking and how we were raised. And so just to hear you talk, it's so freeing. And I love that about the Holy Spirit is his word frees you and in his presence, there's freedom. And it's like where the spirit of the Lord is, there it is. It's freedom. And so a lot of people getting free right now of mindsets that have I been agree. really holding them back. Like yes. I'm not worthy of the wealth transfer or I'm not worthy to be used of God. And it's amazing. I've heard so many testimonies, my, my own testimony included. I was totally not worthy at all when God came to me, like totally living in sin. And But the Lord has a plan for your life. And so before we close, Nathan, will you just begin to pray even impartation? Because you talked a we talked a lot about going and doing, arising, shining, uh, ministering to those around you, being used of God. Um, so do you pray however the Holy Spirit leads, but also even maybe impartation, um, like yes. you do over your your revival group. Amen. Yeah. So Father, I just thank you right now. For every single person, if you want to lift your hand up, it's just a point of contact and just say, Father, I receive everything you have for me today by faith. I pray you would help me to live for you. And I thank you, God, that as I yield to you more and more each day, that you're empowering me to carry out your purpose. Help me to be a faithful servant that can just respond to what you're giving me to do as an assignment. Let me be faithful before you, God. Help me to run this race that you've marked out for me, laying aside or throwing off sin that so easily entangles. And God, help me to be one who shines before you, that people would look at me and know that you must have touched me because how else would I be so shiny for you? And I just pray, God, as we're the salt of the earth, that we would be able to tell our salty testimonies, that those testimonies would help other people overcome, even as we've been able to overcome. And Lord, that we would be able to, uh, as the salt of the earth, cause there to be a thirst that rises up from the saltiness of our testimonies. And that our testimonies, the test that came before the alimony, the money is the story, the test. I, money. remember, it's just when you are tested and you come out with a story, it gives God glory, but only if you will share it. So don't let the stones cry out and do or do your job, but let God uh, be glorified in the fact that you were tested. And I, the money came from when you were tested 
so that you can tell the story. And when you tell the story, you're actually giving a prophetic word that he did it for me. And now he'll do it for you if you're willing to respond as I did. And in the, in the case of uh, sharing your mistakes, you know, share when you miss it. It's okay. You don't have to be perfect. You have permission to be human. You do not have to get it all right. Rely not on your own performance, but lean on God's perfect performance and you'll have great success uh, in the land. And remember, my passion, number one passion is teaching people to hear the voice of God and to obey the voice of God, because it's what made all the difference for me. And I want to help train some of you. I, I can't be there personally for everybody. I, people ask me all the time for prophetic words. I am offering a, a special with, is it okay to share that? Kelsey? Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. So um, my the special right now, you can find, uh, I have a special offer right now. Um, some of you are already partners with our ministry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We pray for your success all the time. Daily, we lift up our partners and our friends and we ask God to bless them. I believe that if you want to hear God's voice, just learn from somebody who hears God's voice uh, consistently. Don't try to learn from somebody who doesn't have the grace to teach in a certain category. If you want to learn messianic, uh, uh, you know, traditions. I'm not your guy. If you want to learn, you know, certain things, I'm not the guy, but, but I am, I can teach you um, through those books. God will teach you through those books. Uh, what blocks the ears, what opens the ears, get all the blockers out. There's hundreds of them and get the activators in so that you can hear clearly and have an open channel to hearing from heaven. Every sheep, every person uh, has a shepherd when Jesus is your Lord and he wants to teach us how to hear his voice. Now, the Bible is the most consistent way, but you can't follow God if you don't hear what God is saying. So you need the written and the spoken, the rhema and the logos. And so anyway, I want to encourage you uh, partner with the ministry. It's NathanFrenchMinistries.com. If you're not already, go partner today and let me send you the whole series of books for free. And I will do that. I'll, see, I'll try to send you a personal prophetic word, but be patient on that because I've got like hundreds of people asking for prophetic words from all over. But what I do is I say, God, what do you want to say about this one? And he'll start speaking to me about details that he's doing in your mm -hmm. life. And I love to, to, to share what he's saying for people, but ultimately I try to steer them to hearing him for themselves. I don't want to be the voice of God for you, but I would love to teach you what blocks the ears, what opens the ears. And there's layers to the onion. When you get those layers open and open line of communication, you'll start hearing God like never before, no matter where you're at in the journey. So if you want information about being a partner today, uh, just go check out the website and you can sign up on there and you choose reoccurring and we'll, our team will send you out all the books. It's not meant to be a secret. Rushing the Floodgates of Heaven. Uh, the, the last book is called One Powerful Book on Why God Commands a Blessing on Unity. But there's tons of power pack stories in there. They'll just teach you, like God said this, and I stepped out and I, I took a risk. And then, boom, he showed up. And this great thing happened. And I've been seeing this again and again. He just gave me that airplane. I'm fixing it up so I can give it away. And I'm excited to give that plane away. But, you know, how did I get the plane? I just did what God said. He wanted me to have an airplane. I'm sure there's people out there, that pastor shouldn't have an airplane. Who does he think he is? He has a plane. I don't know. I just asked God for a plane. I saw he was giving up planes to people on the earth. And I just asked for one because I'm his son. And he said, you you, you have not because you asked not. So I figured it'd be a good thing to ask. So I just asked. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you a plane. But he asked me to do something. He said, go visit that farmer. And I had to go out of my way, not knowing I was going to get a plane to obey him, just wanting mm -hmm. to obey him. 
And when yes. I went and did what God said, uh, not only did they, I ordain the farmers so they could do weddings out there in the farm country, <laughs> it was amazing. I got up wow. in one of the big tractors, this half a million dollar tractor, and I'm sitting up there and I'm like, these are amazing tractors. And they had a whole bunch of these tractors. And there's hundreds of thousands of acres out there. I'm sitting in this tractor and we're, we're going through there and they're, they're teaching me about seed time, about harvest, that you oh, can't wow. reap what you don't put in the ground. And so sow into Elijah's dreams, so into Elijah list and be a blessing and watch how God in season will bring you such a mighty harvest. You'll be blessed. And I love what you guys are doing, by the way, uh, sister with the wells. Um, I just, I'm so inspired. Yeah. I love this show. I love Steve. I miss Steve, by the way, we got to talk again soon, but the plane didn't come by accident. God asked me to do something. I obeyed his voice as I've learned through this process of sanctification that I can hear him more and more clearly. And you can continue to learn how to purify your heart and to have right motives. And when you want to do God's will, he will empower you to be able to do it by hearing what he's saying. And you'll actually find boldness in the shield because you'll feel protected by the faith that comes by hearing and hearing hearing by the word and Jesus is the word. So learning to hear Jesus, faith will be imparted as you operate from that faith by taking action. That's when he begins to reward it, grow it, expand it, whatever blessing you're used to, it's going to go to a whole nother level as you continue to just stay in that place of faith and obedience. Like, listen, you will hear, then you hear and you respond and get the lockers out of the way. Pride is an ear blocker. Uh, humility is it's easier to receive the faith of a child. Unless you become like one of these, you'll know means enter the kingdom of heaven. So you have to be able to recognize what opens the ears, what blocks the ears. Another thing uh, the Lord showed me was complacency uh, works against diligence. The Bible says he rewards those who diligently seek him. Hunger is a key ingredient that will cause us to pursue. If there's no pursuit, there's no reward. So you have to learn this stuff. And there's there's a lot of things like uh, unbelief. If this kind comes out by prayer and fasting, he's saying there's a spirit called unbelief that actually wants to hinder your faith. Because oh, if yeah. you don't have faith by not responding when God asks you to do something, then what happens is the enemy can steal the reward. And so if you don't want the enemy to steal your rewards anymore, then just don't be in unbelief, but actually believe whatever God says. And the Bible says, you know, speak to the mountain. It doesn't say climb the mountain and tell everybody how good you did. It's like, no, I speak to the mountains and I say, get out of my way. I'm coming through. God asked me to do it. And I can because he wouldn't give me an impossible task. And most of the things he asks us to do are so beyond ourselves that there's no way we could do without him, which is the whole point. So he's like, lean not on your understanding, but acknowledge me. I'll make your path straight and I'll be a lamp under your feet. And I just feel like it can be really, really simple, but yet profound as God just opens up our ears to hear him more and more. And just from a place of consistency and even looking at failure as one way it didn't work. So you don't beat yourself up and bury your talent. Instead, you're like, well, I told, um, I said, there's going to be a shaking and this pastor and his family were hiding under a a table all night long. Cause I said, God said, he's going to start a shaking on the earth. He's shaking the shakable things that only unshakable things will remain. And I realized he's building a solid foundation. He doesn't want his church built on sand. So he's building it on the rock and Jesus is the rock, the chief cornerstone that the builders rejected. And so there's something about recognizing that when you build on the voice of Jesus, you are actually building on the rock. 
If you build on your own understanding, lean not on your own understanding, that's when you're building on sand. So we have to learn to hear God. We have to get a heart that wants to seek him and pursue. And in that pursuit, he sees hunger and he rewards it. And then we just begin to learn in the journey and the process. And he purifies us and he builds us up and he helps us to know what we're actually called uniquely to do besides fulfilling the Great Commission, which is for everyone to do. Uh, but God's doing a mighty work. And so if you want information, guys, on partnership, NathanFrenchMinistries.com. Go partner today. Let me send you all those books and teach you how to hear the voice of God really well. And thank you for doing that. We love all of you. I love this show. God bless you in Jesus' name. I think, Nathan, you've said like at least 100 scriptures this episode. <laughs> If we went back and counted them. So Nathan not only gave you guys all tons and tons of scripture today. Um, he also gave lots of keys on hearing God's voice. And uh, while you were talking, Nathan, one more thing before we close. I saw this, um, you know, this billboard. And it was kind of like, you know, the billboards on the highway where it's like, call this number if you were hurt in a, like a work accident or a car accident. And so it's like the Lord's on that billboard. And so I know that the Holy Spirit wants to heal people who've been either in some type of injury accident or work accident. So I just want to pray for that real quick before we close. Okay. So Father, right now in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're moving upon bodies right now by your anointing. And Lord, we command all those work injuries, all those car accident injuries, any injuries, people uh, falling off ladders, falling down stairs. Lord, we thank you right now that your healing power, your healing anointing is flowing into those bodies, God. That Jesus, you are the healer. You are the one that we call Lord. You are the one we look up to and dial the number of heaven right now. And Father, I thank you for knees being healed right now, backs, hips, ankles right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we command all pain to go, all arthritis to go, all stiffness to go. God, right now, I thank you for um, spinal uh, fluid, even in the discs right now being created. Lord, thank you for creative miracles. Just begin to test your body out. If you have an old injury, yeah. um, even in the shoulders right now. Yeah. Thank Pain you. Lord. Just begin to move that around Pain and let us out. know if God's touching you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We release the anointing. We release the glory. You couldn't do in faith because he, the Lord is wanting to heal this, uh, heal your bodies from old injuries. So we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Yeah, I agree. Every sickness, every disease is canceled in Jesus' name. All cells, joints, tendons, muscles, tissue be made whole, be made new right now in the name of Jesus. Pain, get out of the bodies. Yeah, dysfunction, get out of the bodies. Uh, we pray for sound minds. God's healing minds right now. He's healing backs. I see neck tension, leaving yokes, burdens, stresses, pressures. Uh, some people have been running so hard trying to do things for God and forgot to be with God. And the Lord's saying, I want you to be with me before you do things for me. And so, Lord, we just pray that you would help them to prioritize uh, the seeking first the kingdom so that everything can come into balance. And Lord, that you would just bless each one with the ability to be able to tap into the tones of heaven, hearing your voice and be empowered by the word that you speak to them about who they are, about what they're called to accomplish. And Lord, that you would develop tribes right now, supernatural alliances where people will say, you know, I found my tribe. That's my tribe. And I'm going to stay close and I'm going to grow and learn. And I'm going to, I'm going to, 
be a person who walks in radical, bold faith. And, and Lord, I pray that each one would have that heart um, to be able to do that and that you would help them to be able to accomplish it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you got healed just now, be sure to let us know. If you need healing, just say, I receive the healing of the Lord. If you want to be healed, you have to sometimes come into agreement with what God already said. By my stripes, you are healed. Start to declare that over yourself. I'm healed. You know, your knees are acting up. Somebody on the right side, I see a right knee and you're, you're a man. You got a right knee issue. Come on. I command that knee be healed right now in Jesus name. He's healing your knee. Start moving it around. Test it out. Start thanking God for your new knee. And as you move around, you're going to find that your knee has been healed by Jesus. And if you receive part of it, 25, 30%, don't say, oh, it's not all healed. Start saying, Father, I thank you that you don't just give me a little dose. So you're going to finish the good work. So I pray right now, more God, all the way healed. Pretty soon, 40, 50, 60, 70. Pretty soon, it's all the way healed, and you're able to rejoice that you can do what you couldn't do before. There was a man just prayed for on one of those tractors in the farm country. When I went out there, I prayed for a man. After 40 years, he had this issue with his knee. And do you know, he couldn't even get up and down to the tractor. He had to retire from being a farmer. The thing he loved, he couldn't do. And God sent me to a, a meal uh, and I prayed for him, a simple prayer. He had two failed knee, full re knee replacements. And he had this issue for so many years. And it was 25, maybe. Anyway, and God healed him. And you know, he was weeping. He called me on the phone. He was weeping because he could take walks with his wife. He could hold his granddaughter and he could uh, play with his dog that always wanted him to hold the dog and all these things. He was celebrating what God did. And just know those are normal things for kingdom kids. And sometimes it takes people years to figure this out, but you don't have to try to figure it all out. Just believe, just receive what God says, and you can put your hand on your body right now, and as two or more are gathered and ask it in his name, it shall be done. Receive the miracle. The Lord's healing somebody's kidney. I see him healing a, a liver, and I see him healing somebody in their mind, and the Lord says, stay hydrated because your mind means fluid, and usually your, your voice is the last thing uh, to get uh, hydrated. And so if you're a singer, make sure you're drinking plenty of water, lighten up on the coffee, uh, get alkaline. Don't just drink coffee all the time and dehydrate your larynx and just know that God wants to use your voice. And if you don't have a voice because you wore it out with coffee and, and uh, alcohol or whatever, then you, you aren't able to really have the, the ability to carry that long plan that God has to use you powerfully on the earth. So just watch what you're drinking, watch what you're eating, watch what you're watching, <laughs> and make sure you're looking at good things, nurture and edify, turn off the fake words and bring the truth in, and then just start to walk with him as the truth, and you will be blessed in the land. Amen. Wow, Nathan, you're such a blessing. <laughs> Thank you, you for too. being on with us. I mean, I, I always love being with you, but I know all of you guys are blessed. Make sure you thank Nathan in the comments for coming on with us today and teaching us so much about the kingdom. We honor you. We love you so much. We're so thankful for you. Thank you so much. You're doing a great job, by the way. I, I miss uh, Steve, but I but I love that you're you're doing this because you are a blessing in the body of Christ. Many people can relate to who you are. And I think you're inspiring a lot of women that I can do great things for God too. And I just yes. see, I see a women's ministry emerging for you.
where you're empowering women to step into kingdom purpose and destiny and, and understanding identity is foundational so that yes. from approval, they can work from rest. They can work. And man, I see so many people in ministry. They're just so busy that gosh, it's like, they're not even enjoying the journey because they're always running. They're chasing the next big thing. They, they got to go do this and they got to do this big thing and they get a name and pretty soon they're just out there and they're just super busy swamp and they don't even have time to enjoy everything that they've worked so hard to see happen. But sometimes just the simplicity of witnessing a person who's learned to who rest and, and just be with God and recognize it's not about doing stuff for God, but it's about being with God. And then out of that place, it's like a river of living water just pours out of our innermost being. And we're constantly staying energized. And now the ministry is not laborious. It's not dry because we're just so full of living water, the Holy Ghost. And so I just see you bringing people people into that position of rest because you have been willing to rest in God and to trust in God instead of just going out and doing a bunch of things. And so that's so important. So good job. And I pray blessings over that women's ministry that will come out of it. You'll be doing events. It's going to be powerful. I already have a women's little ministry that meets on Zoom. So Nathan, you're seeing something that's already, I think God wants to grow. And so I say, yes, Lord, if that's what you want to do. And it's yeah. just so awesome. Nathan, Amen. you always give me words and they're always so accurate. So thank you for that. Amen. All right, you guys, thanks for, for joining us today. Um, tomorrow will be Friday with Clay Clark. Yay, we love Clay Clark. He's He's Ooh. hilarious. Have you ever watched him? Oh my gosh, he's so he'll have. I love I love Clay. Him. I talked to him on the phone the other day. He wants to do an awaken the planet, or you know, he wanted to. He asked me if I would host him for Washington. So I love Clay. Oh cool. Yeah, that was what oh, he said. Awesome. Will you host us for Washington to come out and do an event? And I have to find a bigger venue because they always have a big crowd. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. The Lord's connected you guys, and through this platform, God, God's the master connector of relationships. So you guys don't want to miss tomorrow, Friday with Clay Clark. Uh, we will see you then. Have an awesome Thursday. Be blessed. Share the living water of the Holy Spirit with someone today and bless their lives in Jesus' name. See you tomorrow. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.